How's it going, everybody? Um, Kevin McTaggart here. Going to be um, trying something different today. I'm recording this through the Podbean app. Um, it lets you like use music and background music and stuff like this. I just picked. I just picked uh, punk rock. I don't know. This may be the only time. The last time that I do it. Uh, so there. I'm trying something new uh, this week. Um, boy, do I say uh and um a lot. I need to stop doing that. That's annoying. It's annoying to me because I hear it now. I say uh, um, and like. On podcasts, during stand-up, what the fuck is wrong with me? So I'm going to try to say those things less. And I'll probably still get mad every time I say them. That's enough of the background music. Oh, okay, we'll see if that works. I don't know what the heck is happening here. But I'm going to be recording um, a lot more... uh, episodes I think from now on and they're all going to be uh, shorter length about probably between 10 and 20 minutes but I'm going to do more during the week for now I may change my mind I think I did try to do this of about a year or so ago less than a year ago And I'm trying it again. This episode is going to be about a recap or notes really of Monday Night Raw. That's right. I'm talking about wrestling for this podcast. I was home last night and paid attention and watched all of Monday Night Raw last night and thought I would give... The the thing that wrestling geeks usually give, the raw recap of sorts. We can call this a Tuesday afternoon, Monday night raw recap. I'm not going to do this all of the time. Um, I'll do it sometimes. I'll do it when I'm not busy. Um, There I go saying um again. (sighs) So, anyway, yes, I did watch Raw last night, and I have some thoughts on everything that happened, and I'm going to give those thoughts in this podcast, and see how things go. Raw kicked off last night with, uh, with Triple H and Stephanie showing up, and wanting to bring Becky Lynch to the ring. To promote the angle of the potential main event for WrestleMania. Told her that she had to, you know, apologize to them and she didn't want to do it. And then they told her that, you know, she had till the end of the night. And I'm thinking, boy, when the hell are they going to do the uh, apology? I guess what the main event will be. I'm guessing the main event will probably be Becky either apologizing or not apologizing, something weird will probably happen, is probably is what I'm thinking. 
at this episode. But it had me worried. It had me concerned about Becky versus Ronda. Because that's the match that I want to see. You know? So, we'll see. I was curious. It was a good start to the show. Becky Lynch is really the modern-day Stone Cold Steve Austin right now. And I'm fine with that. And I think it's great that the women wrestlers have such a prominent role on the show now as opposed to back in the day when they only had like three-minute matches. But that doesn't happen anymore, and that's fantastic. And the next match was the six-man tag. It wasn't a six-man tag. It was a six-woman... The six... Nope. It was a three-way tag team match. A triple threat tag team match between... um, the Boss Hug Connection versus the Riot Squad versus um, Nia Jax and Tamina. Um, that was a pretty good match. For some reason, they keep doing this thing where... I guess they did it last week. I didn't watch Raw last week. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm not going to do these Raw recaps all the time. I'm just trying to provide different content for everybody so they can have more options when they listen to my podcasts. I'll probably try to get a lot of wrestling fans to listen to this one. But yeah, that was an interesting... That was a good match. um, I was impressed that it's... Raw started off with two big women's segments. Um, Nia Jackson, Tamina won. And they beat Bailey. The losing team would have to be... Would be the team that enters the elimination chamber first. And... uh, Naya and Tamina made sure to pin Bailey, who was without her partner because apparently Sasha Banks got hurt. And apparently she got hurt last week too. They're building something up there. Honestly, I would love to see a singles match between those two. There should be a WrestleMania match between Sasha and Bailey. I don't want this tag team to exist much longer. There has to be some sort of rift in the tag team. Something's got to fucking happen. Seriously, they can't be all chummy-chummy. I would love to see them in a WrestleMania match. Have them have a singles women's match at WrestleMania. Or if they don't, it's no big deal. But I'm just suggesting that maybe they should do that. After that, they did this thing where... Um... There I go saying um again. It's like, uh, oh, fuck you, shut up. Next, they had an Elias segment. Well, they tried to have an Elias segment. He kept on getting interrupted. Like, they had a backstage vignette with Finn Balor talking to Becky. And then they had another, um, then they cut to Elias again. And then they interrupted him for a Seth Rollins package. I like how they did that. I like how they kept interrupting him to show other content that was pertinent to the show. And then they had Elias, who's apparently now in some sort of feud with Lucha Underground because he hit Callisto with a guitar at the end of this segment. So that was interesting. Um, I think the next match was Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Bobby Lashley was at the ring side with his Little midget guy. I don't know what the... Leo Rush, I think his name is. Then, of course, Lashley got involved in the match. 
and it ended in a disqualification. Then Kurt Angle showed up. And then Baron Corbin showed up to, to help beat up Kurt Angle with those three guys. I hate them, but Drew, Bobby, and Baron Corbin are a really good heel crew. I hope they do more with... They are doing more with them, but I hope they keep those guys as a good heel team, faction, or something like that. Just don't do t-shirts and shit. You can just be who you are. They can call them the assholes. That should be their... That should be their faction name. So, of course, Braun Strowman then showed up to help Kurt and Finn Balor. And they made it a six-man match. And then... I believe it was Braun who got the pin over Bobby Lashley to win the six-man tag match. Then it was Seth Rollins coming out to talk about his upcoming match at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar. I'm worried. I worry that this match, um, that they're building it up so early. I mean, it's good that they're building it up so early, and I think it's going to be a great match. I hope that Seth wins, because I'm, I don't mean to sound like a fanboy or anything, but I'm really fucking sick and tired of Brock Lesnar. I'm, not, I'm fine with him still being in the WWE, but he can't hold the belt if he's a part-time wrestler. I'm sorry. That just can't happen. That's ridiculous. I hate that, that that's a thing. I hate that they've had their most important belt on a part-time wrestler who hardly ever, who shows up six times a year. Ridiculous that that happens, but I liked the segment between Seth Rollins and Paul Heyman. Um, Seth's Seth's promo was really good. I don't think I hate Seth Rollins anymore. I've forgiven him. I forgave him, which I didn't really have to do, for retiring Sting. I forgave him in a few episodes ago for retiring Sting. But I, but he is definitely their best wrestler right now. I think Seth Rollins. Is definitely one of their best wrestlers right now. And I would love to see him have the Universal Championship. But of course, if that doesn't happen, that's fine. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm just suggesting. I don't want to be those peop- one of those people anymore that gets upset that things don't go the way that I want them to go. You know, I'm just, I'm willing to see what the WWE does with it. I'm just suggesting what they do. Then Dean Ambrose came out. And just told Seth to slay the beast. And I read online today that he was supposed to say more, but he didn't want to. Yeah, he's done in April. I want him to go to AEW, but if he doesn't, that's no big deal. I'm suggesting that he go. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in that AEW faction. Faction, federation. I'm going to talk about AEW um, after this episode, at the end of this episode. But Ambrose faced EC3. Honestly, at this point, I don't really care for either one of them. Uh, Ambrose won because EC3 won last week. Then, the best match of the night, in my opinion, was uh, Rude and, and, and not Angle. The glorious team, Gable, Rude and Gable, faced off against the Revival for the tag team titles. And it was a great match. That was, that was the best match of the night, in my opinion. That the Revival won. There were a lot of near falls and a lot of combo maneuvers done by both teams. And it was a great match. And I'm glad that the Revival won and are tag team champions. 
because I like how they're old school. I like how they're an old school team, and um, I'm curious to see where they go with this title reign. I have some ideas, but I don't know. I'm just I'm not trying to be one of those fanboys, as I said, who gets upset when things don't go the way that they, that I want them to go. But I've talked about that enough. The last segment of Raw was Becky came back out and did apologize to Stephanie and Triple H. So the match was on. Or was it? Then Vince McMahon came out. Vince McMahon should never talk on... He should never be given a microphone ever again. God, he is so old. He's... He is so fucking old. It's... It's... Sad, but I mean that's that's a thing that happens. But he's obviously not on steroids anymore. But he just does not look good at all. I really hope they don't have anything where where Becky beats the crap out of him because he could die. He does not look well. They are covering up something. I would not be surprised if the WWE is covering up. He has some. He has to have some terminal illness or something. Of course, knowing Vince McMahon, I think he would want to have his death involved in the storyline. That's probably in his will. That whenever he dies, he wants his death involved in the storyline. He wants someone to be responsible for his death. For storyline purposes. I would not be surprised if that happened. So to wrap up this episode, let me talk about that All Elite Wrestling Federation and give my thoughts on that. Because... Um, they have some shows coming up. I think it's in May is their next show. I didn't watch the one last year, but I might watch this one. I don't know. What's really... I will definitely watch, though, whenever they get their TV deal. I'm curious where they... where they're gonna... who they're going to get their TV deal with. That's gonna be important to me. To me, anyway. So... I'm just curious to see what their TV... I'm waiting to see what their TV deal is with. I think they're going to be announcing it. They should be announcing it in the next couple months, if I, from what I read. So um, if they can get onto like TNT or some... Not a big name network, but like a network that at least people have heard of before. Unlike Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, I can't tell what the fuck channel they're even on now. I think they've changed channels like six or seven times. And that's not good for them. So yeah, that's all I've got for um, this episode. The uh, We'll just call it the Monday Night Raw Review, episode 99. Uh, I'll have another episode later this week. It'll be episode 100, I guess. I'm not going to make a big deal out of episode 100. But, um, don't forget to look me up on Twitter at Kev McT. Um, you can find the McTaggart Attack podcast Facebook page on Facebook. Find me on Facebook or email the podcast at McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.